This is Jen from Grace for Single Parents, where your parenting and God's grace collide. Welcome back to Grace for Single Parents. I'm here today with Dr. Ronald Ramsey, a clinical chaplain, marriage and family counselor, and the author of the book, 40 Days to Forgiveness. How are you doing today, Ronald? Good. So tell me, what led you to write a book on forgiveness that's targeted towards a Christian audience? Well, I was working on my doctoral degree in family therapy, and I had to pick a topic for my dissertation. And I wanted to select a topic that would have the most impact on the culture of the Christian church. I thought at first about family resilience, but As I thought about that, at the core of a lot of family challenges is unforgiveness. Mm. So it seemed like unforgiveness was a pretty common theme uh, with people that I talked to about my book. And and, uh, there's also a lot of books out there on forgiveness that are not from a Christian perspective. So I didn't want to just add to all the white noise. I wanted to pick a, a topic, topic in a target audience that I thought really needed a, a focus, some research. Mm-hmm. So I wrote my dissertation on whether or not people can learn to forgive. And if so, what are the things that help them learn to forgive the best? What are the best resources? And I've tried to incorporate some of what I've learned in the book, 40 Days to Forgiveness. Okay. Why is it 40 days? Does that have any significance? Well, 40 days is a common period of time in the Bible. It's how long Jesus was in the wilderness. It's how long Noah was watching it rain. Mm -hmm. So I thought 40 was a good number. I also learned through my research that you can't rush forgiveness. It takes time. 40 days, I think, was enough time. The way I've split everything up, it was enough time that allowed me to make each day a manageable length of time to complete. Um, So what happens is people read a section on one of the days, and then they do a worksheet. And that takes about half hour, 40 minutes. So I tried to pick a length of time that would allow me to keep the amount of time that it takes to get through the book down to a minimum. Okay, that that makes sense. So maybe we should start at the beginning. Can you define what forgiveness is? Well, first, I should probably talk about unforgiveness. uh, Because forgiveness is an antidote to unforgiveness. Um, And unforgiveness is when We experience a transgression that we're not able to cope with very effectively. So it stresses us out. And we start to play what happened over and over again in our minds to the point where it takes on a life of its own. We make up a narrative about what happened, which may or may not incorporate all the facts. And when we get stuck on that narrative, when we when we get stuck on ruminating about what happened to us, 
then we're in what I call a vicious cycle of unforgiveness. Forgiveness, on the other hand, is when we're able to change that story from a negative one where we're thinking about what we want to do to get even um, or to get back at the person that transgressed us. And we translate that into godly thoughts. We look at the person from a God, a God-centered perspective. So without going into a whole lot of detail, that, that's kind of the gist of what forgiveness is. It's a it's a pro-social response to a transgression where the person that's forgiving um, is able to transition how they think about the transgressor. And the other thing that is important to say is that forgiveness is for oneself. It, it doesn't require that you be connected to the person that transgressed you at all. That would be reconciliation. Mm -hmm. um, so another way that you know that you're forgiven is when you're able to change your thoughts without involving the person that transgressed you. You're able to take ownership for it and do it on your own. So what makes your approach to forgiveness unique? Well, first of all, it's a Christ-centered approach. Um, second of all, I've made it very action-oriented. In fact, I use, the, I use the term action as an acronym for the six steps in the forgiveness process. So I've tried to make break forgiveness down into some manageable steps. And the books that I've seen on forgiveness don't do that. There's a lot of storytelling, a lot of talking philosophically about what you should be doing to forgive, but it doesn't really break things down into operational steps. So that's what I've tried to do in 40 Days to Forgiveness. Can you walk us through the action model, those steps? Sure. The first step, the A, stands for acknowledging what's happened to you. And um, that means going beyond just realizing that you've experienced a transgression, but really exploring what the feelings are that you're experiencing, um, what the negative thoughts are that you're experiencing towards the other person, and also looking at how it's affecting you, how it's affecting your ability to have a clear mind, to work, to function normally, whatever normal is. Um, so that's acknowledging. The second step is C for commitment. The research shows that if people don't commit to try to forgive, they won't be able to forgive. So that's an important step. The T stands for transitioning. That has to do with transitioning our mind from a negative focus on the transgressor to a positive focus on the transgressor from a godly perspective. The I stands for internalization, which I really define as spiritual maturity. And I break that down into four things, prayer, meditation, scripture study, and uh, fellowship. The O stands for openness. 
to open your heart to a different way of looking at the transgressor, a different way of thinking about him. And the end stands for next steps, but also for nurturing the forgiveness process that you've experienced. Because once you've experienced a transgression, you can't unexperience it. There's, there's no such thing as forgive and forget. Mm. We can't forget something that we've experienced. We may suppress it and put it out of our mind, but it's still there and may get triggered. And if it gets triggered, we need to go back and nurture the steps that we've gone through in the original process to forgive. So are those um, steps that are the action steps, are those like sequential or are you working on all of them at the same time? Well, they're intended to be sequential, but um, I think a person could jump around based on how they, where they feel they're stuck at right now. Um, If a person's really stuck on, I just don't want to forgive, I, I can't forgive this person for what they've done then the section on committing might be a good place to start. Um, If a person is being sort of numbed out and not really trying to think about um, how they can just let go, Mm -hmm. uh, how they can just move on, then the A section, the acknowledging might be a good place to start. So it kind of depends on where a person feels like they're stuck in the process. Yeah. Can you go back to the I? You said there were four parts of it. That sounded interesting. Can you explain that a little bit more? Well, I did some research on spiritual disciplines and and um, they're very theological and philosophical. It's interesting to read about, but not very practical in terms of how does somebody build their spiritual maturity. So I tried to synthesize what I learned into a minimum number of steps, and I came up with four. Uh, They're not really steps, but more processes. Mm -hmm. Uh, The first one is um, prayer, which is our vertical relationship with God. The second is meditation, which is, um, I think of that passage of scripture about listening for God's still small voice. And we do that through meditation. Scripture study, which also means committing scripture to your memory, and fellowship, which means being in being in connection with like-minded believers where you can get encouragement and and you can feel loved and feel compassion while you're going through this this journey. Mm. So you believe all four of those come together along the forgiveness journey? Absolutely. But the thing that's interesting is that once you've done that, it doesn't just apply to forgiveness. That's building your spiritual maturity that's going to bleach through in everything in your life. So that chapter applies to to life in general. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So how do we know that we need to forgive, forgive someone? I think about how you said, you know, people thinking they'll just let it go. And I think a lot of people feel that they've just let something go in the past, but maybe haven't dealt with it. How do we know when we're at that point where we really need to dig in and try to forgive someone? Well, there's different degrees of transgressions. Um, 
And then 40 days to forgiveness, I talk about what those are. So first of all, recognizing the, the level of unforgiveness that you're experiencing. Um, second of all is asking yourself, am I stuck on ruminating about this? I mean, does this keep coming up in my mind? And am, am I thinking about this? Do I have uh, negative thoughts of how I would like to treat this other person? Um, a third thing is when that vicious cycle continues and we're in a narrative and we feel compelled to tell other people about it, to try to get them to take sides with us. So those are the kinds of things that affect our ability to function with emotional peace. They affect our well-being. Mm -hmm. So when we feel that our well-being is being affected and that we're stuck in a cycle of thoughts that's chaining us to the person that's committed a, a hurt against us, then that's a time to ask ourselves the question, is this something that I need to, to really dig into? Yeah, I think a lot of us can relate to replaying things over and over in our mind, no matter how hard we try to think about something else. So that's a big key, huh? That's key. Okay. Yeah, the, the vicious cycle. Yeah. So is that also the same as what you had said was the unforgiveness cycle? Yeah, the vicious cycle is the is the tail end, the final result of the unforgiveness life cycle. Okay, I see. So what about someone who's hearing this for the first time, and they know they need to forgive someone, but they're still not really sure where to start? Where would you start someone out? Well, I think the first place to start out is to ask yourself what your relationship with God is like. And are you looking at this person from his perspective, or from your perspective? If you're not looking at the person divorced from what they've done to you, separate mm -hmm. from what they've done to you, then there's a there's a strong possibility that you may need to um, do some journaling, which is what 40 Days to Forgiveness really is. It's a, it's a journal. Um, so that's the place to start and acknowledging what's happened and how it's affecting you. Um, and and I, I think people can do this on their own if they really think about it. But what I've tried to do is make it easy for people to follow the steps. Yeah, I, I think that it's really hard for all of us to try to see people as God sees them. But that is a great step. Yeah. Well, it's hard for me. <laughs> me too. <laughs> Honestly, I, I don't always think about it either. So that is that's great to bring to our attention. I could probably say that I really wrote this book for me and I'm sharing it with everybody else. Because if this weren't a struggle for me, I wouldn't have been able to write this book. Well, I'm grateful for your honesty and for putting out there what, what has helped you. Uh, where can listeners connect with you or find your book? Well, I have a website. It's called 40 Days to Forgiveness. And you need to spell out the word 40. There's another website that's got the number oh, 40. Okay. I'll put that in the right. show notes. Okay. Yeah, that's not the right one. Uh, the book can be purchased on Amazon, the world's biggest bookstore. Well, thank you so much for being on. Were there any last words you wanted to say? No, I would just encourage people to 
look at this as an opportunity, an opportunity to deepen your relationship with God and not just look at it as, an, as a, a chore, an obligation. That's great. That's great advice. Thank you so much. Sure. Thanks for having me on. If you're a single parent, I invite you to check out my free ebook, Parenting Alone with Confidence. You can find it on graceforsingleparents.com and it'll be in the show notes. Thanks for listening.